So today, I would like us to share about uh, God's love revealed in mercy. Hallelujah. Uh, let's go into the book of Luke chapter 6. It is my golden chapter. <clears throat> Luke chapter 6 verse 1 and 2. It says, And it came to pass on the second Sabbath after the first that he went through the cornfields and his disciples plucked the ears of corn and did eat, rubbing them in their hands. And a certain of the Pharisees said unto them, Why do you want which, which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath day? And Jesus answering them said, Have you not read so much that, so much as this was what David did when he, he himself was a hungered and they which were with him, how he went into the house of God and did take and eat and show bread and gave also to them that were with him, which is not lawful to eat, but for the priests alone. And he said unto them that the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him whether he would heal on Sabbath day that they may find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, which had the withered hand Rise up and stand forth in the midst. And he arose and stood and stood forth. Then Jesus said unto them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath days to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? And looking round about upon them all, he said unto them, stretch, stretch forth thy hand. And he did also, and his hand was restored, whole as the other. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's, let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father God, we thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you. We pray that you give us utterance. We pray, Lord Heavenly Father God, that you minister through me, that you touch your people that you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, help your people to hear your word. Lord, Father God, that it be a life-changing word unto them, that it may assist them in their Christian walk. I thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, where we have read Bazalane, uh, by, by nature, I think I'm, I'm, I'm more of a teacher so I would like to teach and communicate where need be with you. And sometimes give an answer where you can give an answer, you know? So, so, uh, so let's get a makala. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, 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 Mazolana, where we have read um, uh, the royal uh, leaders or the religious leaders or the Pharisees, they, they approached Jesus Christ while he was on the synagogue. And then they, in approaching him, Vanyaka homo accuse and also accuse uh, the followers of Jesus Christ. Uh, why, why I'm saying the followers, the 12 were not yet appointed. So Jesus Christ had followers. Some of them never know why what is unlawful on the Sabbath day because and it is not lawful and Sabbath was supposed to be a peculiar day given, totally given unto the Lord. And Jesus Christ, the Bible says, because Jesus Christ knew their thoughts. Is it lawful to do what is good or what is evil? Amen? Amen. Is it lawful to save or to destroy. Because <clears throat> the Pharisees and the, uh, the, the religious leaders, what they were looking for, uh, they wanted Jesus Christ to tell them about the religious laws and the laws of Sabbath. Because one they were fulfilling the Sabbath laws. Therefore, by Jehoring, they are being sanctified by fulfilling laws. Now, they want to put an accusation unto him. And while they want to put an accusation, they are already aggrieved. In their thoughts and their intents, already they are planning to plot for his death. And then Jesus Christ or Nagaleakwana Hore Tafita when he was a hungered. He went into the house of the Lord and he ate. Amen. Because he was telling that to them because some of them he knew they believed in David. They believed that David was their father, but they did not receive Jesus Christ as the Lord. He goes further to show them that he is actually the Lord of Sabbath. And by so saying he is the Lord of Sabbath, as the Lord of Sabbath, Everything 
belonged to him. Amen. Amen. So he did not need to ask anyone permission to eat in his grain field. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, as the Lord of all things, the one who has created the heavens and the earth, with the might of his strength, with the might of his power, with the word of his power, over us have permission from anyone to eat on Sabbath or to perform miracles. So now the Pharisees, in their evil intentions, they are saying to him, or what they, what they implied, Gore, Motoralwana, Agambe, I am. So now, this is a scenario. If you have a person who's sick on Sabbath, and you have a person who's a hungered on Sabbath, as Jesus and his, disciples and his followers went into the great the grain field, now, Vanyaka Wari, he, for him to be, um, for a person who is sick, also I am a little chivarare. Who are a hungered? I am a little liarare. I fulfill the laws. Alice Sabbath, if it ever attended to. That was the accusation. Now, secondly, Jesus Christ, what he was doing by showing them, or are you uh, ignorant in their belief of laws? How they were ignorant. And the Bible says in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, it says, My people perish because of what? Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. So, because of lack of knowledge, uh, they, they, because of ignorance, they have lack of knowledge. And they actually do not, they pray for what they do not know. Even after Jesus Christ as the Lord of Sabbath, they still do not believe. And they actually want to go further and plot for his death. And now Jesus Christ, because where he was, he was uh, preaching at the synagogue, Bible even over at he was able to escape from them. That's a plotter uh, for his death. Amen? Uh, let's go to verse 17 of the word. It says, And he came down with them and stood in the plain and company of disciples and great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast 
Tyre, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. So Jesokreste, one of the things Yelongwaring Ikhupishije, the royal leaders, or the Pharisees called Jesokreste, Obe Adira Meshon. So now, the heading of the message called God's love is revealed on mercy. So now, Jesokreste, Ubancha, against that which is believed to be the law. Amen? So, so they actually did not believe Therefore, God cannot be merciful. Do you understand it? God cannot be merciful if the law is not. And that is not God's original idea or plan about humanity. He actually did not want for us to live in sickness. Amen? That's why the first people of Adam was not sick. So it's not God's original idea. So he would be merciful as he wished. Amen? And that was in the Olden Testament where the mercy of God was revealed. Okay, let's read quickly uh, now again. (coughs) Hosea chapter 6 verse 6. If you have it on the screen quickly. For I desired mercy and not sacrifice and the knowledge of God more than burnt sacrifices. Now this is God speaking. Mudimu in the Olden Testament Obe but God comes and says, I desire what? Mercy. And not what? And not sacrifice. Hallelujah. And the knowledge of God. More than the burnt sacrifices. So now the approach to God. Is not that God seek burnt offerings. And sacrifices. He desires what? Mercy. Hallelujah. So now, now the 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 the, the mercy. Uh, let's let's because now let's let let's uh, explain what mercy is. Mercy, in or my pastor shared that with me. 
For mercy, it's what we call uh, when you receive what you do not deserve. Amen? You receive mercy as something you do not deserve. But here is something something from you. The Pharisees, what they wanted to do, they wanted to say they will be justified by their deeds. Therefore, Modimu Sancho as they deserve. Amen? And we know Horem Molao falls short. So, in their deeds and their actions, they would deserve what? Death. But, in turn, God says, I don't because he wants to be merciful. So he doesn't want to deal with us as we deserve. Amen? Because if he can deal with us as we deserve, then Patch me with high soap and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 57 verse 15, quickly. For thus says the high and the lofty one that inhabited eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in a high and holy place, with him also that is of contrite and humble spirit. Note contrite and humble spirit. To revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Now, when the Bible says, I desire mercy, uh, <clears throat> the Bible teaches us that God sits where? In a high and lofty Place. In other words, he, he sits in heaven. Amen? And he, in, he, he inhabits eternity. But then also what? Whose name is holy, I also dwell in the high and the holy place with him. Who what? Who has a contrite and a humble spirit. Now, this is what God desires, words of God. When, Jesus, when God says, I desire mercy, he actually desires the one with a contrite and a, and a humble spirit. Now, the, the, the Bible likened heaven with such a person. Hallelujah. Actually, he said, such one I will not disregard. Hallelujah. 
Now, this is in connection to he does. God says, I do not desire sacrifices and burnt offerings, but I desire the one who's contrite. With a contrite. So now, Modimu or Ave Merciful, Unyaka Mutua Pelo, Ye Irovelio. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, let's move forward. Uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 34 to 38. And if you lend to them of whom you hope to receive, what thank you have? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies. Jesus Christ is teaching them. And do good. And lend. Hoping for nothing again. Your reward shall be great and you shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankfulness and to the evil. Be therefore merciful as your father also is. Merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall not be, uh, and you shall be forgiven. Now, this is what Jesus Christ was teaching them. He's teaching them that, no, you are interested in me teaching you about the laws. But he says, no, uh, love your enemies. He says, do good. He says, give unto those uh, who do not have an Oscar expect anything back from them. Or what good does it does it do? To receive back. So now he says, uh, be therefore merciful. Hallelujah. Be therefore merciful as your father is merciful. He says, forgive and you shall be forgiven. So now this is what he was teaching them. God's economy uh, is rewarded. Is rewarded on, on what you call the same benevolence. Se osiragore, se osidirago to the other person will be done unto you. It doesn't matter good or evil. It's, a, it's an economy. Uh, if you do good, you will receive good. If you give, you shall receive. How? Press down. Shaken together. Running over. That is the economy of God. So, so a good tree does not produce Bad fruits. So is a bad tree. It does not produce good fruit. Hallelujah. So now it's an economy. You do good and you receive good. But here is the, the thing about uh, the kingdom of God. What you receive, when it comes to you, it comes multiplied. 
Therefore, you need to take cautious of what you do. You need to be intentional about what you do because what you do, you receive multiplied. Hallelujah. What you do, you receive multiplied. So, so, so when you give, you receive multiplied. When you do good, you receive good multiplied. When you be merciful, you receive mercy multiplied. Hallelujah. So some of the things that you have to do are ought to be on the basis of what is revealed to you, not because of what the other person is doing. You understand? So now when you do something, because when you have this revelation, you do this because you know you shall receive. Yeah. Yeah. Multiplied. You do this, hey, this guy, when you know, multiply. You do this, this guy, it's black and white. You do it and receive it, multiply. Hallelujah. And this is what Jesus Christ was teaching them. Now, when he teaches them, they became aggrieved by what? No, this teaching is too much for us. We cannot, we cannot do this. Their human nature was telling them, or no, we have to respond differently if a person does this to us. Amen? Hallelujah. Okay, let's move. Let's move. Uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 to 12. It is the same uh, uh, teaching. It's the same gospel according to, to Matthew, this one. Uh, Matthew 5, 1. <coughs> You can just read it quickly. As, and seeing the multitude, it, it is the same scenario. It was explained in the Gospel of Luke. Now it is in the Gospel of Matthew. And seeing the multitude, he went up into the mountain. And when he was said, his disciple came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Just wait there. <coughs> it says, blessed are the poor in spirit. And he uses the poverty of spirit as something ignoring. The passion of poverty is real. Amen? The, the passion of hunger is real. So motorale ahangat, that thing is very real, very tangible. Amen? Uh, when a person is thirsty, that thing is very natural. Therefore, holy thirsty, you need water. That's why we know that blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be they shall be filled. So, so, hunger and thirst is, a pre, is an ab, absolute prerequisite for receiving the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you need to be hungry and thirsty for the things of God 
because you shall receive the kingdom of God. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Now, some of the things when a per- if a person speaks, but here Jesus Christ shows, no, be poor in spirit. For yours is the kingdom of, of God or the kingdom of heaven. Why Jesus Christ agashumisha poverty? It's something we don't we, we don't want to associate ourselves with poverty. No, we don't want to. But Jesus Christ uses it. He says no. In spirit, in spirit, you shall receive the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Uh, the fourth verse. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Receiving mercy. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. All right? Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Obtain mercy. Hallelujah. Oh, now the love of God is revealed in a place or in mercy. So when you become merciful, remember that you also receive the mercy of God. Eight, up until 12, eight. Blessed are the pure in the heart, for they shall, they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which, when, are, when they are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and exceed be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they, the prophets, which were before you. Amen. Now, th- this was the, the, the teaching of Jesus Christ. Abaruta or no, in state, uh, such a person, kia namutu a shofadijua. Or kia namutu akamogelang khawogelo yamudim. Amen. Um, uh, chapter, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon the house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon the rock. He says, for such a person uh, who does the word of God in that way is likened to this person who built his house 
on a rock. When the storms came and beat against it, it stood firm. Amen? The teachings of Jesus Christ, what he is saying here in Luke chapter 6, in Matthew chapter 5, and apply them, you shall be like this person. Amen? You do not reward, you do not uh, revenge uh, evil with evil. You do good unto evil. Amen? Um, okay, now let's move to Uh, the, the love of God revealed in, or the love of God, God's love revealed on grace. Now we know that the law came by Moses, but grace came through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in this law, Modimo Urivila his love to us by giving us a perfect sacrifice which is Jesus Christ uh, as the perfect sacrifice hallelujah Modimu Orivila his love by giving us his son as the perfect sacrifice given unto us so that in revealing that uh, we Though he knew no sin, he was made. He was made sin so that we might become the, the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. So now, this is the revelation of God's love towards us. That sinful and sinners, righteousness is imputed upon us. Amen. When it is imputed, it is actually just a free gift. Uh, the Bible says <clears throat> it is just the grace of God. It is the grace of God. It, it, it is not of works. Lest anyone boast about it. Lest anyone take credit for that which was free. How many of you have have, uh, have heard of Vatuelo Ngoring, Vatlaro Baba Filedi, what we call complimentary tickets? Vonaba DJ Baba Derekish. Ah, because because it's it's as good as as the kingdom of God when you have received it freely. And you want to sell it for somebody else. And you want to credit yourself for it. And say, I have done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I don't know, to infinity. I am deserving because I have done all this. And the Bible says it is just a free gift. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Ah. It, it, is, it is not freely have we received the kingdom of God. Freely have we received salvation. So freely we ought to give salvation or offer it unto others. Because freely we have received, we have to pass on the same mercy that we have received, we have to pass it on to other people. Hallelujah. We cannot now, after having received the mercy of God and the grace of God, and we feel another person is not deserving of it because he did not fulfill the laws, We can withhold judgment. We can withhold condemnation. We can give. Because he, Jesus Christ says, after go and sin no more, but uh, it is actually Jesus Christ who condemns. Hallelujah. It is Jesus Christ who condemns. Now, go and sin no more. Alright? But he says, I And there was none, but he, Jesus Christ, who was the one who was supposed to condemn the lady, says, I neither condemn you. So, Jesus Christ offered mercy unto the person. But how will it be to continue sinning while you have received mercy? Because it has been revealed to you. Now, we, we need the grace of God because the grace of God enables us to live above sin, to say no to sin. Hallelujah. When we have received the grace of God, you have received the empowerment to live above the law. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, the, somebody say the grace of God, grace of God. Makes, me makes me or gives me the ability, me the ability. to live Indeed. above sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so now, the grace of God received, it is not an enablement to live below sin or to live in sin. No, it is the empowerment for us to live above. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so one cannot stand and say, because the grace of God is upon my life, uh, I can do one, two, three. No. You have been, uh, you, you, you have been empowered. Amen. Hallelujah. Indeed, if you have received the grace of God, let us see the empowerment uh, evident in your life. Amen. Uh, let's go to Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight. 
And God is able to, what? Make all grace abound toward you, that always having all sufficiency in all things may abound in what? To every good work. So now, when the grace of God is upon your life, you, you abound. And when you abound, it is seen by what? Good, good works. Hallelujah. When you have received the grace of God, we see that by good works. Good tree, good fruit. Hallelujah. It's, it is not difficult. When you have received the grace of God, good tree, good fruit. Hallelujah. Good tree, good fruit. Bad tree, bad fruit. Hallelujah. Not, not the, the other way around. We do not see the, the namun, the, the suiri. We do not see the suiri, the jomo, namun. All right? And that's how the, 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 uh, the grace of God is supposed to be evident in our lives. Chapter 12, verse 9, 2 Corinthians. <coughs> and he said unto me, <coughs> my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Uh, while we are there, my strength is made perfect in weakness. Uh, and I'm not, I'm using hunger, not katawayawari. Uh, we know, we all know that Jesus Christ, when he was tested by the devil, he said, uh, men shall not live only by bread alone. But now I'm talking about hunger. The, Jesus Christ talked of hunger to show the vulnerability of a person who are hungry, who are thirsty. So, the grace of God is made perfect in weakness. Because we know when we are weak, then we are strong. When we are, when we are weak, we are strong. It says, most less gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, going to the last scripture, First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. So the grace of God, Vazalone, is, is an unmerited favor of God. It is, it is something that uh, we, we did not work for, but we have received. Amen. By the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed. So, so, 
so now when, when the grace of God is bestowed upon our lives, uh, we, we recognize that we don't go around saying, Modimu or Kidirile Mesholo, because you know, it, it's not wrong to pray, to be a prayerful person. But we are what we are because of the grace which was bestowed upon our lives. Amen? Amen? So God always wants us to credit what is good to the one who is freely given to us. Upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I. Hallelujah. Now Paul says here, he says, yet not I. He says, I labored more than they all, but yet not I, but the grace of God which was given unto me. Hallelujah. Bazalone, this morning, uh, the teaching, Yellow Warren, we are receiving, I just wanted, or I feel that God wants us, want us to know that his love upon our lives, uh, it becomes multiplied in application. So when we have received it, we apply it, and we receive it. Amen? When we are doubtful, we should know that God loved us while we were still sinners. He demonstrated his love for us while we were still sinners. So now, it is not by works that you have qualified for salvation. We were saved. We, this love was... Uh, God loved us while we were still unlovable. But then now, having received the mercy of God, having received the grace of God, how difficult can it be that we, we, we go to God and say, you know, God, I have freely received, and I think another person deserves it. Amen? I think another person deserves your mercy. Because you have revealed it to me. And I'm, 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 I can attest to, to partaking uh, in this what I did not work for. But I can attest to something I have not labored for to receive it. Amen? So now, how difficult can it be to pass it on? Because we are living in a generation whereby uh, where almost everything is becoming a mockery. When I say everything is becoming a mockery, actually, everything, uh, the, the Hindus, the Muslims, the, the Indians, who are in charge of running what we call social media, even a mockery unto the church. 
He presented the church as weak. He presented the church as a place he does not have the solution for the things we are looking for. Everything that is good is a mockery, is questioned. So now, now, in this life that we are living in, how can Rena? How difficult can it say? Can it be to say, Lord, we have received freely, and I think we want to pass your mercy unto other people. We want to pass on. Uh, we want to good unto those who do evil unto us. We want to live right because uh, we have also been given righteousness that we do not work for. Hallelujah. Amen. So. I would I want to to Let us pass it on unto other people. You know, when you look at another person, the first thing that comes into your mind should not be judgment or condemnation. It should not be that. See a person, see a needy person, see a poor person in spirit and see how you can meet that need spiritually. Amen.